Welcome into the official. We got a great show for you this week, as always. And we are going to wrap up um, twenty most of tw- the 2023 content here with a big mock. We brought in a special guest to mock uh, two rounds. And we're going to do it for basically our final mock. I think we may do a few as we get closer to the uh, real drafting season. But this is going to close it out for 2023. And then just as you, uh, just so you know, next week we'll do some signing day live streams, uh, which will happen on Wednesday and no other official show. And then after that, take a break for Christmas and then we'll be back in January. So that's the next, uh, the rest of December for you. But for tonight, we're going to do the final mock of the year. We got special guest Matt Bruning to come in. So we got a little bit of a different perspective. Might change up the draft a little bit uh, with four drafters. Uh, And without further ado, this is The Official. everybody welcome in i see my guys down there we got matt we got david and we got matt number two what's up matt b how's it going tonight man glad to have you on the show yeah i'm just happy to be here you know i, I feel um you guys just invited me on is just a thing to do every year so i'm, I'm sure this is going to be a lot of fun i'm going to throw a lot of wrenches in here because i know absolutely nothing about this class compared to the three of you so but i'm excited to be here excited to draft that's not true. You sell yourself short. I know you're I know you're following along. I know you're doing a lot of your own research behind the scenes. You're in the program league, so you've got to know some of these guys. But I'm really excited because we've been doing a three-person mock all year. Um, and they've been different each time, but with a fourth person in, with a little different perspective, I think this will be a nice way to wrap up our content. Before we get into that, just want to uh, throw a shout out. Of course, Homefield Apparel. Uh, if you haven't gone there yet and you're still listening to this show, please go check out their website. Don't have on a shirt to show you, but they've got all sorts of merchandise for anywhere from Colorado School of Mines all the way to Alabama and every school in between. They use a lot of the historic um, mascots and logos and themes from all these schools to create really unique one-of-a-kind apparel. So shirts, pants, hoodies, hats, go check out homefieldapparel.com. And if you put in campus number two Canton as your promo code, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. And then of course, I can't not mention our parent website by the same name, campus2canton.com. All the things you need for college fantasy football with NFL side content as well, but $2.99 per month starts you on uh, the basic uh, membership. You still get some tools. You still get a lot of content. And then there's escalating memberships from there. So go check it out. Everything you need to dominate college fantasy football in 2024, assuming you're, you know, wrapping up your 2023 season now. All right, guys, that's enough for me. Um, Are you ready to mock? Always am. Of course. All right, so... Here we go. We got a little screen up. And Matt, for this very special occasion, he has done a randomizer for us. So let's get that thing going. Oh, I don't want first. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that. 
All right, all right, all right. So what do we got here? We got um, Matt Bruning gets the honorary number one. I think that's appropriate. Uh-oh. I'm guessing big is big wide receiver, guys, so that's you. Yeah, I figured with the two mats. Yeah, I'll go third. David's fourth. And uh, away we go. We're going to do two rounds here, 24 players drafted. And um, and we'll just see what happens. This is going to be interesting. All right, Matt Bruning, kick it off with the 101. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be controversial at all, but I'm taking one Luke Chrome. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Micah Hudson. Micah Hudson. I, I think he's he's arguably the best player in the class, best wide receiver in this class. I personally love the landing spot there at Texas Tech. There's absolutely nobody in that room that's going to challenge him. I think he's going to smash most of the year one zeros next year. Big question mark on the quarterback, obviously. But, I mean, this kid can do it all. I mean, Matt's been talking about him for two years straight. Uh, he's just a fun wide receiver to watch. So, I think that's the the easy number one pick for me. All right, Matt, big wide receiver guy, Matt number two, whatever you want to be called. With the 102, what you going to do? Yeah, this is an easy pick for me here. I still think Mika and Jeremiah are the clear top two players in this class. Uh, we had questions about Smith going to this season. I think he answered pretty much all of them. Going to Ohio State, great NFL upside, should be a good college producer. Uh, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I cannot argue with that. I was hoping you'd go quarterback since it's kind of <laughs> limited class on the quarterbacks. Um, and I was going to get Jeremiah Smith at three. But since, since that's not the case, I'm going to go with my now QB1 after I dropped saying a little bit. Uh, we're going to go DJ Lagway. And, you know, for fantasy purposes, it's a little bit of a question mark right now with what's going on at UF. But, you know, honestly, Graham Mertz was usable. Uh, the offense wasn't really the problem. So whether he stays at UF, transfers somewhere else, I'm betting on these tools. And uh, give me DJ Lagway. David, you're up with number four. Uh, I'm stuck between two players. I won't say the names, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Ryan Williams here. So, ooh, yeah, yeah, just reclassified from the 2025 class was for I think all the services had him as the wide receiver one. So uh, most services have him, you know, top ten, top fifteen for this 2024 class overall. Um, but I think he's really athletic, moves really well, super flexible. I, I mean, you got to love Alabama receivers. Like he just kind of moves, like he's kind of a glider. He kind of just moves like an Alabama receiver. Um, he's super young for the class. A lot of times we, we see these reclassifications. It's like they were already old for the class. Like they should have been in that class, but he, you know, he, he's, his national signing day is going to be 17.0. Uh, so he'll be the second youngest player in this class, um, just uh, behind Colin Hurley. So young and talented and full of upside. So I'm going to go with Ryan Williams. I mean, that's a great one. I was curious where he might go. Uh, when we talked about the 2025 class, I think we all had him at one or two. Um, and I really liked him. So interesting. He slides in as wide receiver three in this class and, you know, that's a crazy change. I think a reclassification right now is, is late in the game. That's very interesting, but he was already committed. He says he's still committed, so nothing changes there. All right, back to Matt B, 105. 
Yeah, I mean, now that uh, Ryan's off the board, it makes my pick pretty easy. I'm taking Mylon Graham. I mean, I think he's arguably one of the best route runners. I think you could argue the best route runner in this class. He's twitchy in the open field, uh, extremely elusive. He can play Z, X. Like, I, I love this player. And the fact that he's going to Ohio State, I don't think that they have anybody really in that room that they could use the way that they use him. He's great in the return game as well. Uh, reports are, I believe, that he even he's added weight going into his senior year. He is a little bit thin uh, but I love him going to Ohio State I think he's the perfect complement to like Jeremiah Smith I think both those two could dominate um, especially with a guy like Aaron Nolan who will just distribute the ball to him so Mylon Graham I think you have to be a little worried about year one zero just because of some of the other players in the room but I think he'll find a way to at least break the return yard one so at least he won't finish as a complete year one zero so I uh, love me some Mylon Graham mm, 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 mm. Receivers flying off the board. All right, uh, big wide receiver guy, you're up next. All right, I'll take Rayola here. I mean, he's yeah. falling down the board a bit. We were talking before the show about uh, the incoming potential flip to Nebraska, which I'm definitely worried about. But I, I still don't really think it detracts much from his NFL upside if he's going to be, you know, a first round quarterback in the future. Uh, I think the talent can shine through there, uh, even if it's an awful situation. And, you know, we say this all the time, but it's a weird decision to go to Nebraska, but he can always transfer, whether it's year two or year three, get one year at some big time school and yeah, still easily go to the NFL. But, you know, I do think there's a narrative here that's really starting to build and we did mention it off air and we don't really know what it means, but there's a little bit of weird vibes with a guy who I don't think has spent more than two years at the same high school and then also now three commitments because he was officially committed to Ohio State, right? He yeah. did. He committed at one point to Ohio State. He decommitted, committed to Georgia, and he may stay with Georgia, but now he's going on a visit. I mean, the whole thing's just a little bit off. So we'll see what happens with Rayola. Talent wise, I think this is a huge value. So we'll just we'll see where that lands. Um, <clears throat> okay. Oh boy. Um, at this point, kind of feel comfortable fading receivers and getting some later. Um, I'm going to go with, jeez. Uh, um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with uh, a guy who's really kind of risen for me throughout the process. And I think he's going to be a, a good producer in college. Taylor Tatum is really making a run for my RB1. Uh, I think he's actually going into a really good situation at Oklahoma. Um, it's kind of sawchuck, and that might be really it in terms of competition uh, that he can't straight up beat. I think everybody else, he could rise to RB2 next year. That offense is pretty exciting. Jackson Arnold for two more years. I just think that could be a sneaky good setup. Probably overdrafting him here. Honestly, I could probably have gotten him later, but there's no receivers I really want. Didn't want to take another QB right now. So uh, that's it. That's the one. All right, David, you're up. Um, I'll go with Julian Stan. He's, we've talked about him a ton. I, he's got a high floor. I think he's probably the most polished passer right now. We've already talked about how we kind of question his arm strength a little bit, but. I don't know. Alabama is a good landing spot. Um, I could see him 
you know, being a multi-year starter there and putting up good fantasy points and then getting decent draft capital. And like I, like I said previously, like I think he might be a little situational dependent um, for the NFL purposes, but I just like, he, I like his accuracy and like anticipation and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely don't hate it. I, I actually got saying in a, in a league that is already doing recruiting. So it's an interesting setup called the program. You probably know about it if you're listening to this show. But I, I was able to land saying, and I've had a couple of people ask me about him. And I'm kind of just like, I'd rather just hold on and see what happens. I mean, I still think there's a pretty reasonable future ahead of for, for saying. I thought about him last pick. All right, Matt B. Yeah, that Julian Sane was who I kind of wanted to go with there. I think, you know, especially in Alabama, I think he's got a chance to thrive. I've said multiple times, I think he actually starts as a true freshman. May, if Milrow goes back, he won't. But I think if Milrow leaves, he's got a chance. So I, I really like the Julian Sane pick there. I don't really love anybody on the board at this point. So I'll just take my current top running back, and that's Quentin Martin um, going to Penn State. Uh, I think he's got really good contact balance. He's a really good job of running through arm tackles. Uh, home run hitter, in my opinion. He really does a good job of, of ripping off big runs. Knows how to get down quick. I think, what what do we have him at? Is it 20, 21.5 miles per hour? I mean, that's, that's more than fast enough for a guy his size. Uh, what is he listed at here? I just had it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Six, one and a half, two, oh, five. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, big guy going to Penn state too. I mean, we've seen what they've been able to do cranking out these, these incredible running backs over the past couple of years. So I don't love the running back class overall, but to get my top guy here at what is this one, seven, one, eight, like I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. Not bad. Quentin Martin's a guy we talk about a lot. A little bit of a Pandora's mystery box. What what exactly is he going to look like uh, at Penn State? But all right, big wide receiver guy, don't take who I want. Uh, you guys kind of made this easy for me. My, my guy Aaron Butler. Uh, you know, I have him graded a good bit higher than this, so I think this is good value here. Just decommitted from uh, Colorado, looking at Washington, Arizona, and Texas. Uh, I think all those are pretty good landing spots for him, especially Washington. Super dynamic player, great with the ball in his hands. Uh, looked a lot more fine this senior year, and you know his hands looked a little bit better. So I think there's a lot to like with him, and he's definitely being undervalued by the services by a good bit. Yeah, yeah, you can't. That's that's not a bad pick there. I'm gonna just keep zigging here and give me Cam Davis. He's been a lot of people's running back one for for the cycle, and so now I get two guys that I think uh, I have a decent chance of being productive running backs, and I am just fading receiver. But, uh, you know, it's just how the board seems to fall to me. So, David, you're up next. I'll go between, I'm between two Auburn receivers here, which <laughs> yeah, well. is slightly annoying. I, I'll, for this back, I'll go with Cam Coleman. I like both of them. I don't love that they're going to, this, that they're going to the same school. Obviously, you know, for fantasy purposes, they're probably going to dig into each other. But... I think both of them have really high ceilings. Um, Cam Coleman just, I mean, I, he, he broke a bunch of records um, for 7A Alabama competition. Just had a, we, we thought, we saw this coming. Like we thought he was going to put up a big year. Um, but like he had like 18 touchdowns, like, I don't know, it's like 1,500 yards or something crazy. So I, I do question some of those like, you know, manipulate, like manipulating defenders and stuff like that. I'm, he is young to the position. Like he started out as a running back. He converted to receiver. He's only been playing receiver for a few years and he's super young for the class. 17.5 national signing day age. 
Uh, so I'm I'm hoping he's just a little bit behind the curve, uh, the curve developmentally, and I'm hoping he kind of catches up um, with the mental side of things. But like physically, like you just look at him, you're like, yeah, that's an NFL, that's an NFL guy for sure. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the upside of him. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, all right, so that wine uh, rounds out the first round. Um, you can see the teams here. Matt B with Michael Hudson, Miles Graham, and Quentin Martin, two receivers, uh, and then a running back, uh, big wide receiver guy, Jeremiah Smith, Dylan Raiola, Aaron Butler, two guys who are the number one at their positions for a lot of the cycles. So that's good. And Aaron Butler is definitely his, his guy. I got DJ Lagway, Taylor Tatum, Cam Davis, and David with Ryan Williams, Julian Sands, the Alabama connection there, and Cam Coleman, who's also going to be going to school in the state of Alabama. So all Alabama for David here. Uh, Matt, kick us off in round two, 201. Well, I will take the other Auburn wide receiver, and that's Perry Thompson. Uh, you know, 21.7 miles per hour. Um, really, uh, what was, uh, what are my notes? Uh, really good at separating. I, I think he does a really good job tracking the ball down the field. He makes some really good, tough catches. Obviously, you have to worry a little bit about what Auburn's going to be, but I think, you know, him and Cam Coleman and possibly Walker White in the future could be a fun little trio to watch uh, here in the next couple of years. So I'll take Perry Thompson. I think he's got the NFL size uh, to be an interesting player, 6'3", 205. Yeah, he's one of the bigger receivers um, in the class already uh, with listed weight. So that's pretty interesting, and, and he can fly. All right, <clears throat> big wide receiver guy, what are you going to do? I'm going to go – Oops. I'm going to go Mike Matthews here, wide receiver, Tennessee. Mm. He kind of didn't have the season we were hoping for, but he's always been an upside bet. He's extremely athletic, bouncy athlete. Uh, going to Tennessee, which you know didn't have an amazing year, but uh, could easily bounce back. Should slot up in a slot there at some point. And uh, you know, I think he has a good blend of CFF upside as well as you know the athletic ability to uh, you know be a day two draft pick. All right. Fair enough. I feel like this is uh, starting to needs to start being tight end time for me. Uh, I've, I've taken it, the, t- the top tight end in, in many of these drafts. Um, and so, you know what? I'm going to go with Riddell here. Um, we like a lot of these guys. It was probably between him and Odom. But Odom, you know, Alabama just doesn't really utilize the wide receiver, the tight end very well. And we know Georgia is all about the tight end. Um, he's an athletic freak. He, we explained, I think, in a recent show, the raw numbers aren't that good, but the quarterback situation, he still had a good market share. Um, so I think, I think he's still a pretty safe pick at a, you know, honestly, a good tight end is a premium position. There's a big gap between, you know, usable guys and the, leftover bucket so hopefully he'll be one of the usable guys um all right david 204 i'll take my first running back and i'll go with james peoples interesting some of this is predicated on the rumors that uh jordan lyle is potentially flipping to miami i don't know that's a pretty hot Mm. rumor right now hopefully we can get those two talented guys split up a little bit but yeah, he's just like a super rock solid, does everything kind of well um, type of running back. Not like a freak athlete, not freakish size or anything like that. But like when I went through 
when I sort of binge watched all their tapes, like in the beginning, he kind of stood out to me as like just some just a guy that has good vision, can catch passes, can break tackles, can make guys miss. But, so I just I think he's well rounded, and the, the landing spot, uh, assuming Lyle doesn't go there, I, I like that for him. Yeah, I mean, I think if he's the only, you know, the highest by far running back in that class, that that does make a little difference there. Uh, all right, big wide receiver guy, what you got? Oh, I see it. I can read it. Are you, who are you, are you, are you going with who you were highlighting? It, oh, no, that's not Matt Pease. Sorry, not big wide receiver. This is Matt Yeah, Pease. but I, I won't uh, – I'm sure I won't be taking the player that, that Matt wants. Uh, since David just sniped me, I was really hoping to get, you know, another homer call here on the on the show. Uh, so I'm going to go with a, a running back that I like not quite as much as Austin and Alfred, but a little bit more than Matt and David. I, I, I'm probably going to say his name wrong, but is it Johan Cardenas, Cardenas yeah. out of Texas? Uh, going to Vanderbilt, I mean, I think he's a little bit better than uh, Cedric Alexander, who actually had a fairly decent season for them as a true freshman. Obviously, you have to be a little bit concerned back-to-back years with injuries. Had the ACL tear, I think, uh, 2022. Had the injury this year as well, but really good track times. Uh, what did you guys – Matt, you guys have tracked at 21.2 miles per hour, so he's a very intriguing running back that I like a lot, listed at 6'1", two, uh, 217 pounds. The at SEC at Vanderbilt, he should get the workload or at least pair with Cedric Alexander. Uh, really kind of the last running back in my tier two that I really like. Uh, I feel like he's starting to get a little bit thinned out here, so I'm going to grab one more running back before I switch to a different position. All right. Big wide receiver guy. Yeah, I, I was not going to pick white. I, I'm, I'm worried about more here. Dang it. I know. I, I kind of thought that might happen. Yeah, but both the Clemson wide receivers here are dropping a bit. I slightly prefer more over Bryant Wesco. I mean, it's close. Clemson is, isn't looking great on offense anyway, so who knows. But uh, turns more pretty well rounded. He's refined wide receiver, can hit 21.9 miles per hour, good size, can win contested. Uh, a little soft after the catch, but uh, I can live with it. I was hoping he'd fall. I've got to take a receiver here sometime soon. I was really hoping he'd you, fall. You took two RBs in the first, my guy. An awful RB class. I know, but those guys seemed positional value because now I don't even want any of the rest of them. But I definitely probably should have. Yeah, whatever. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, all right, give me the other Clemson receiver. I got to do something. I do like Wesco. I think Terrence Moore has higher upside, but I think Wesco is a nice high floor receiver. He should be productive. Bo Collins is out, um, you know, and they really, I mean, honestly, with, with Bo Collins gone, they really have like Antonio Williams coming in who, who was injured a lot this year, but he should be pretty good. Otherwise, there's not a lot of, you know, established production there so who knows what's going to shake out so we'll just go with wesco i gotta have somebody um david you're up next well i feel like i could snipe matt here if i really wanted to do it he sniped me twice there's a uh, an intriguing quarterback that's pretty high on my board at this point i won't do it though i'm gonna take my the last receiver i have in my tier two um which has been Sort of a roller coaster eval for me with Josiah Trader. We've talked about him a ton. Um, but I just, at the end of the day, I just feel like I know, I think he knows what he's doing when it comes to, like, I think he knows how to get open generally. I think he knows how to run routes. He's a pretty good athlete. And I feel like the Miami offense in general is trending upwards. 
Um, and they seem to be putting resources into the portal as far as getting good quarterbacks too. So uh, I just feel decent about their offense in general going forward. Yeah, I think that's a good point. What do they have? They're they're on the short list for Cam Ward. I think even even uh, Dante Moore, which seems unlikely. And then uh, who else? There's another Will Howard, guy. I think, too. And Will Howard. So they're definitely trying to upgrade the QB position for sure. Um, all right, Matt B, 209. Reach City, baby. Give me Luke Cromanhook. I got to take him finally. I've been I've been Woo! waiting to see how far uh, he would fall. But I mean, I, I I love this kid. I know I'm I'm by far the highest at the website on him. I think he's got great arm talent. He can make plays out of structure. He's a fairly good rusher. We have him at 19.1 miles per hour. Uh, you know, Matt has told me that he has not quite had a great senior season. I'll be honest. I haven't followed it super closely. It'll be something I go dive into. Uh, but I just don't think they really have anybody at Florida State. I mean, rumors are they may be bringing in DJU. That'll be a one-year thing. I, I think it's not unfair to say he's better than Brock Glenn. He's better than Tate Rodemaker. So I still think there's a realistic shot he's starting and leading the Seminoles by the second year in this offense. And I think what he can do with his legs makes him at least, at worst, an intriguing fantasy option. Uh, but I'm all in on this kid. I think he's got the tools. I think we've talked about it in our chat before. Matt, you might have said it. Maybe it was Austin. I don't disagree with you, but I'm going to be pounding the table that he ends up being the good side of it. But he's one of those players that's either going to go one way. He's either going to be a hit or he's going to be an absolute bust. And I think he's going to be a hit. Uh, I think he's going to be able to, to figure it out and turn it around and be a really good player. All right. Kromanoak definitely has tools to be exciting uh, at the next level. All right. Big wide receiver guy. Where, where are you at? Uh, I'm taking Draylon Miller. Oh, uh, he, well, he's my highest rated player on the board still. Uh, yeah. Just commit to Colorado, which I don't necessarily love, but I think he'll have the opportunity to get on the field. Uh, he's a pretty well-rounded player, I would say, uh, but he's extremely, extremely good after the catch. You know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's you know, he's going to shake a few people, maybe run through somebody. Uh, I think he's kind of in a tier of his own in regards to that in this class. Maybe uh, Jeremiah McCullen, too, on a similar level. but. Uh, I, I really like guys with like a big standout trait like that. And uh, he definitely has it. All right. That's interesting. Cause I was, I was thinking of taking him next pick. I actually thought maybe I could uh, get him in the third round uh, in a hypothetical third round. I'm not sure we're going to do that today, but um, so that makes me a little easier here to go Walker white. Uh, we've taken two of his receivers in this class. I'm going to go ahead and get him on the board as my QB two. Um, I've got two QBs now. I feel really good about their potential to be, you know, difference makers in fantasy because of the legs. And, you know, I think, uh, I don't know what Florida is going to look like next year, but I think Walker White has a chance to come in for certain uh, plays and utilized around the goal line, maybe looking like Avery Johnson's uh, freshman year as well. Uh, at Kansas State. So that kind of usage. And then hopefully, you know, just kind of upward trajectory after that. So definitely similar to Kromanoak, a lot of tools there to be excited about um, and and upside at the quarterback position. David, round us out at 212 here. I'll go with uh, Jordan Lyle here. So kind of like I said before, I'm hoping that he flips to Miami. I do prefer him for me personally, I prefer him over Kevin Riley, um, but I would like the fit there as well. I think he's he's sort of weird and, and a little bit frustrating as far as like 
does he really have workhorse size? I don't know. He's a, he seems like a little bit slight. And then he doesn't, his pass catching is kind of questionable. So it's like, I don't know. It's like a weird combination, but like, I, I just like how he runs the ball. I like his agility, his footwork. Um, he can break tackles, even though he might, he's only 195 or whatever. So I just like him as a, as a pure runner. And um, I like, I prefer him to Riley if he does flip, but if he doesn't, then I'm stuck with two Ohio State guys that probably end up digging into each other, and then I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> well, I only have one receiver in a class that's you know predicated on receivers, so I might be screwed too. Uh, Matt, as the as the guest to us, um, do you want to go ahead and nominate your winner? Uh, do you have a, a team here that you would say did the best job? Oh, you're muted, bud. Thought I, I thought I hit the button. Um, I I don't know. Let me pull the draft board back up here so I can look at it on my screen. Um, whoever who's this pick one right here? Matt B killed it. Absolutely yeah, crushed. I it. No, uh, yeah. oh. I, I like I like big wide receiver guys. Yeah. I really like J, J, Jeremiah Smith. Obviously, again, Dylan Rayola. I actually like Matt Rule. He he's typically had good offenses when he was at T- Temple and Baylor. If he can get it figured out at Nebraska. There is a realistic shot that that Rayola is not only good for college, but if he is a first round pick to get him where he got him, I do like Aaron Butler and Mike Matthews as well. So, I mean, I think all of the, for me looking at this again, I'm definitely not as deep in this class as you guys are. I feel like through round two is kind of where you start to see the fall off. So like, I, I think all these are pretty solid teams. It would be interesting to see who got the kind of diamonds in the rough in round three and four is really, I think where teams would have shaked out or shook out, however you want to put it. I think rounds three and four would probably be full of uh, at least four tight ends. So th- those guys would probably start landing and I would have had to f- scrap together some wide receivers uh, just to have like a semblance of a well-rounded class. I like big wide receiver guys a lot too. I mean, he took two guys each time that I kind of wanted uh, right before I took them. So that always stings a little bit too. David, who do you like best? Any, any regrets or, uh, you know, kind of hindsight picks here? Um, I don't think I have any regrets. I, I feel like every, yeah, I think I'll just echo what you guys have said. I think uh, everyone has a pretty solid team. I got sniped a little bit on Riddell there. He's he's still my tight end one, although I know a lot of the services have kind of cooled on him, which is not the greatest sign to have somebody, like, trending downwards as a senior. But... I guess that's the only thing I was hoping to get him, but yeah, I don't know. I think everyone did a good job, honestly. Well, uh, like Matt mentioned, or Matt B mentioned, it is easy to um, to do well when you only have the two the two rounds. Uh, uh, big wide receiver guy, do you feel like you did the best? We all kind of were saying we liked your team. Do you feel that way coming out of it? Uh, I mean, I think I, I did pretty good. I, I stuck to my board, so all right, fair enough. Stuck well, to your guns. All right, well, that rounds out our two-round mock. Um, you know, again, look at all those greens and reds. Only two guys with no change. That was Perry Thompson picked exactly where he was last time, and Trader picked exactly where he was last time. Otherwise, we've had consistent shakeup each and every time we mock. Uh, just goes to show you the flexibility of recruiting and, you know, how these guys' stocks are going up and down each time. Um, but thanks for sticking with us. Like I said in the beginning, just so you know how to plan your December, next week we will not have a normal official. We are going to do two live streams 
on early signing day on Wednesday. There'll be a morning session and an afternoon session so or an evening session. So look for that. We'll put it in you know, the Discord. We'll put it on Twitter as well. And then the week after that is Christmas week. Not Won't have a show. And then after that, we will, um, you know, we'll be back in January. So be on the lookout for all that. And that's the official, folks. Thanks for joining us. Have a happy holiday. Oh, my God.